I'm excited to welcome this month's premier sponsor, Remove.bg. It's an AI-powered tool used to remove background lightning fast. The background removal quality is outstanding, and it's also the perfect solution for professionals with high-volume needs. To try it for free, head on over to Remove.bg and use the coupon code PIXEL10 to get 10 free high-res credits. That's PIXEL10 in all caps without spaces. Try it today. Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast, the photo imaging industry's leading news source. Here's your host, Gary Peugeot. The Dead Pixel Society podcast is brought to you by Media Clip, Advertech Printing, and IP Labs. Hello again and welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. I'm your host, Gary Peugeot, and today we're joined by David Van Beekham, who's the co-founder and creator of Tweeva, the world's first social TV network for small businesses. David's coming to us from Orlando, Florida. Hi, David. How are you today? Great, Gary. How are you? Good, good. So, David, I don't know what social TV is. And how it can benefit businesses. Can you define that for the audience in terms of, you know, I know what social is, I know what TV is, but what, how were they put together to help someone's local business? Well, I'm, I'm glad you don't know about it yet because uh, I wrote a patent on it. So <laughs> <laughs> this is a first of a first kind of concept of uh, bringing back the old TVs. Now, if you think about when you walk into a uh, a bar or a restaurant or anywhere publicly, those TVs are kind of one way. They are just producing content and somebody chooses what's on it and it's sending that information to you. And hopefully you are a good target demographic. Mm-hmm. And uh, when uh, we sat down uh, as Tweeva, as our partners, we said, hey, can we can we change a legacy product that's lives out there in the community and you know we kind of came up with the with the idea of tv can we make a social tv that is kind of like a digital community Mm -hmm. bulletin board right if you think about it you walk into a business you might put your business card up on that uh uh, bulletin board but the business cards are kind of eh, they're old now right people Mm -hmm. are touching their phones and doing Mm -hmm. the uh, digital business cards right digital business cards yep so tweeva was kind of a combination of uh, a local TV channel for your city, uh, a digital display for the business, and then also this social piece mm-hmm. where it allows people to interact with the TV. I, under- I, I understand that, but I'm still not making the connection. Is this like someone putting a, a, a display in their business and this is sort of like instead of CNN or Fox News, you've got Tweever running? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay, yep, it's okay. A- Yep, it's a digital box or it's a smart TV app and the business owner can say, hey, you know, I I do maybe show um, maybe some soap operas or the, uh, what is it, other channels that people will see at local businesses. Yeah. You know, do I show that or can I show something hyper local? Right. Can I find content about my town? And it also allows others to to add content. So local influencers can come in to your business and create content for you because like we were talking about before, it's sometimes it's hard to break through the barrier of creating content for your business for the first sure. time. 
Yeah. Yeah. That is one of the discussions I've had. I was just recently at an industry con- conference and there was a lot of talk about that. And, you know, in, in our segment, the photo imaging segment, there seems to be a bifurcation in the age, right? You've got folks who are in their fifties and older, and then you got a younger demographic coming in. The younger demographic folks totally get it, right? Creating content mm-hmm. there into the 30 second TikToks and all that. But, you know, the, the, maybe the business owners or the general managers or the folks like that are the ones who are like, you know, I grew up in an age when TV was more passive. So creating TV is not something that comes instinctively to them. First, can you talk about the benefits of this? You know, why is something like this better than, you know, taking out a 30 second ad on the regular TV with local channels? Well, I'm glad you touched on that passive side. Uh, the, the TV is more passive because if you think about it, most of your customers, when they have the need, that's one thing, right? There's a percentage of people that always have the need. And then a percentage of that percentage mm-hmm. is actually going to take the action. Sure. Right. So the passive side, most small businesses have never had that chance to become that passive advertising. Uh, I would imagine if you uh, think about a luxury watch, what's the what's the name you think of? Rolex, uh, right? Shinola. I'm Shinola. Initial- I don't even know I- that one. <laughs> Uh, I think most people think like Rolex because I, I will go with Rolex because I don't know your I don't know your brand. But so Rolex is, you know, taking out billboards, right, mm, in sure. different places and in, in uh, different communities. And that's more of passive advertising. They're not saying these pe- people are probably searching for luxury watch. They're mm. just being passive now. And you usually got some 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 celebrity like Pierce Brosnan or Brad Pitt or somebody like that having the watch and you know it's really more of an image advertising right right and so that was not really a thing for small businesses because tv is expensive so if you've got three or ten thousand dollars three to ten thousand dollars for a local commercial small businesses aren't going to say hey i'm going to just risk this on a 30 second ad right Right. hopefully it'll brand myself they might try other means go to um, a farmer's market and sit there at a table and so we said can we create a TV network that allows those small businesses to create content Mm -hmm. so that they can show in their local community and be on that passive side. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's what we've created with, with the Tweeva network is allowing those small businesses to create content Mm -hmm. for the local network and, you know, others that are in it. So let's say, but it's not, but your idea is not to do it from a standpoint of, we're having a big sale this weekend. Run on down to Joe's New. shop and buy the latest gadget. Yeah, yeah. We don't want the spammy. That's like that old version of TV, right? right. It's, it's uh, I'm the best person. Call me because I'm the best. Right. And you can see this, like you said, a different generation's coming along saying, I just want to know you personally. Like, right. are you a good person? Mm-hmm. And that's why all of those ads that you see on the traditional TV are a little bit more less polished now mm-hmm. right? right and and you're just seeing somebody behind a computer or somebody walking around and the the it's a little bit shaky it's a little jittery mm-hmm. and people are taking that as an ad they're wa- they're wanting to watch this social aspect of it and i kind of call it in between you have short form content and then sure. you have long form content sure. i would call uh that mid range content where mm-hmm. it might be a 3 to 5 minute clip like this old house, take for instance, that like that old show, right? How many people would watch this old house, see something restored and think, oh, that's great. I wish that contractor was in my town. Right. 
So is, is this a way that a contractor could pull out his phone, right? He's got a 4K phone in his pocket, record a couple of clips of him fixing a sidewalk or a roof or uh, mm-hmm. you know, putting something on, on someone's house. Right. And now he can be shown in the local community. And it's right. not about him being great, but it's just about that passive advertising. The next time right. you think, oh, I need a contractor. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I know, I know I've seen this guy somewhere. Right. And that would be the way. He's branded. So mm-hmm. we call it branding uh, branding a business as a community expert. Sure. So, right. so here's a question. All right. Um, people are already doing that, right? You know, Facebook and Insta and all the other stuff. Is there something inherently different about seeing it on a bigger screen on a wall, which is kind of the TV experience versus, you know, your phone or your computer? Is that kind of your differential? Yeah, it's because it's a bigger screen, it's out in public. So especially if you're business to business advertising, let's say you're in a barber shop and you're trying to drive traffic to your, let's say, pizza place. Mm-hmm. Branding that on a TV in public is much easier than getting somebody off of the couch. Right. Because <laughs> they're out and about. Right. <laughs> they're walking around the, the town and they're like, oh man, I'm getting hungry. Okay, that, that pizza does look good. And okay, up to this point, you only had an option of either going to the TV station or repetitive ads from franchises, mm-hmm, right? That's what you're going to see on TV, Pizza Hut, Domino's, right? All the other big boys that have that budget to advertise to the local community. Okay. So yeah, it does, it does play a little bit different of a role. Um, most of the time, if you're advertising on your phone through Facebook, Google, et cetera, you're, you're most likely you're doing it based upon a search, Right. So you're looking for the plumber. We're trying to create content about those local people and businesses Mm -hmm. in the community and then just give that to them to watch. Is there something in in your system uh, to improve that SEO, though? So if you are searching, you're going to come up. Is there a link there into the Google for that or? Yeah, we do have also a public side. So the, some of the content that we push out will be pushed out to YouTube and all the other major right. platforms. Okay. Yeah. So they're going to get that benefit as well. So let's talk a little bit about the mechanics of this. What is your background or what made you think, man, I've got to revolutionize TV? <laughs> well, it started, from, it started from behind the computer. Um, but at a very young age, like I started thinking about it, I go, man, I... I had a, I don't know what was before VHS, but there was like this shoulder camera with a wire and a power supply that you plug in mm-hmm. with a three-pronged wire previous to my first, my first VHS. But um, I had a 16-channel audio Mackie board mm-hmm. in my room. I had a video studio, a very young age. And mm-hmm. I loved it. My dad had this old equipment. It would sit in the, in the garage or down in the basement. And so right. I built out a little studio. And my sister would be the announcer. She'd do the news. <laughs> this was not like a regular thing. But to me, I guess because I worked in this for so long, I just thought, oh, yeah, that's easy. Like, I could do that. But it wasn't at that point. It was I was building apps and databases and mobile applications. Mm-hmm. And then um, our co- the co-founders, and we're all sitting down saying, can we fix this TV? Mm-hmm. And the way that it happened, we're like sitting at the restaurant going like, how dare that pizza company, you know, the franchises, how dare they advertise in your restaurant? And right. we just laughed and joked, said, could we create something mm-hmm. similar, but have right. the business owner control it? So that's kind of how it came up to be. So, so for example, if I'm in Joe's Pizza, 
and I'm not going to see other content from my competitors in the local community. Correct. Ooh, that's kind of yep. nice. It's non-competitive. Right. And it's it's like no food to food, but it can be food to doctor. Right. Food to dentist. Food yeah, with to the obesity farmer. epidemic today, maybe food to doctor would be an advantageous <laughs> thing, <Yeah>. actually. <laughs> <laughs> After you're done at the local <laughs> buffet. Once you're done clogging your arteries at Joe's Burger Shack, you know, call uh, – <laughs> Dr. Smith for a... That might be a good pitch for the doctor, you know? Like, (laughs) hey, you know, we got a great customer. (laughs) Stay with us. We'll be right back. Photo retailers, energize your sales with ShareMeChat, the proven texting platform. Using chat to text on your website keeps your customers connected and buying. See us at Pro and IPI to find out why dealers using ShareMeChat close more sales without adding staff. Find out more at ShareMe.chat. <laughs> All right. So do you have like a digital marketing background or is it just because you said you have patents? Obviously, you're you're technically adept. I'm just curious. You know, you said you had your own studio as a kid, kind of the, uh, the, the you know, the basement producer kind of mentality. Uh, now everyone can do it. How did you grow on that path, I guess? Well, the, that media stuff took a break. Like I, <laughs> I, you know, I had the first Firewire card. I had the first ZV Firewire cameras and, you know, the external microphones, the XLR, I've, all that stuff. Right. But um, I took a break into when it started really going 4k and I mm-hmm. said, Oh man, you know, it's so much data and you got to focus on a couple of things. So I went with databases and custom software development. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of took a backseat to it and, and building the back end of how do we control a T one TV? It's not a community of TVs. You're, you're giving somebody access to that TV. There's a lot of back end uh, mm-hmm. information that has to happen. But now recently with, everything going back to, oh, now we have to create content for all the TVs. It's sliding back into that media side of creating content. Mm -hmm. So if you're a local person, and I run into this a lot with uh, folks who are looking at creating content, they're a small business person. They're, you know, they're in the day-to-day of their business. They're not thinking strategically, right? They're worried about the person showing up for their shift. They're worried Mm -hmm. about you know, the the equipment working properly. They're wondering how they're going to make payroll that month. So they think, well, but I got to do this. I got to do some sort of marketing, social, whatever. And they have trouble coming up with content ideas, right? Because it's, you know, I, I find a lot of small business people are, you know, well, people aren't really interested in that. They're really interested in that or this part of the business. So it's, you know, they tend to become almost dismissive of what they do. Um, do you coach them through that sort of process or is that something, you know, you can help people with? Well, we're actually building a university, which will be recorded content of how to create content. Mm -hmm. And the reason, the reason probably why they feel that way is because they can feel the differences in the way the content is being created since 10 years ago. Like we were talking previous to the show is that what the TV was and what, they're seeing now of like, why would you like that kind of content? That's right. silly or it's, and that's that infotainment, right? Right. So there is a learning aspect to the way that content has to be created for that mm-hmm. type of consumption. Right. Like I had a, a shower valve go bad. And so I was looking at 
Is it the shower valve? Is it too much pressure in my house? I don't know. So when I'm flipping through it, I see this guy hitting his shower handle with a hammer. And I just think, who would make like, wait, I watched it. Why, why would I watch it? Like, if it's mm-hmm. that silly, why would you? Okay, that's infotainment. He, mm-hmm. hit, he hit the hammer, then he replaced the, um, the valve in it. I don't think you'd run that on a TV commercial. Right, 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 right. You know? So that's the thing. Can you get somebody's attention sitting mm-hmm. at a bar? It's 11 o'clock at night and someone's like hammering away at a, at a dumb valve. And then he said, hey, this is a better brand you should buy. Right. You're going to remember that one. Now, right. I don't think you'd put 10 grand on it, though. Right. Would you put 10 bucks on it? I'd probably test it for $10. And right. so that's the idea. Is So back to your question of how do you create that content? It's a mix of you're looking for that influencer that knows how to create content. Mm-hmm. And I think even it's different on each platform too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're creating content for Facebook, it's a little bit different than Instagram, a little bit different than TikTok. But that's something that you should probably find either a local media company for or get trained a little bit before you pick up the camera mm-hmm. um, and start creating content. Mm-hmm. Or even in a lot of cases, like I know several of the and people in the photo industry, you know, uh, retailers and whatnot, who, if they're not doing themselves, they have a trusted member of their staff doing it. Yeah. But, you know, what's interesting is I've seen a lot of that kind of stuff where the trusted member of the staff does it. You know, there's someone who, you know, and it takes something for a business owner to allow someone else to be the face of the company, at least for a piece of it. So you got to let your ego go a little bit yeah. on some of that. But it's almost like um, you got to tie it to the business objective. And that's one of the challenges I see with that sort of content is, you know, that frontline person, you know, is excited about something, but it's, you know, and maybe even just a fringy weird thing. It's not something that's driving the business. Whereas the business owner knows, Hey, listen, I need to sell uh, 10,000 prints this week. That's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I, that's why we kind of talk about. So you have to create the content around that, around the business objectives. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is definitely true. And that's depending upon that network of what the kind of first part of the video you're trying to hook them into watching the video, then you can touch on, this is what I have available. But again, business objective in an ad is a little bit different than infotainment. Right. So the infotainment side is you're kind of passively branding. Right. You know, if, if you're the community expert, you're talking about the problem you're talking about, I have a solution contact me. Mm-hmm. So I always, I always use the uh, example of a chiropractor. A chiropractor is going to say, hey, when you sit in your office chair, make sure you don't slouch down. Right. Make sure if you're sitting in your car, you're not leaning to the left or to the right on long trips. Right. So can he talk about these things to the audience? And then he becomes the first person that he's thought about when you have right. that problem. So is there a little bit of selling in there? Yes. But at the same time, you can say a lot in two to three minutes mm-hmm. um, to entertain and to keep their eyes. You're not looking for that quick scroll and click like you are in social media. You're looking more for that person to stay uh, watching for a few minutes. But yeah, it, it's hard for the business owner to jump into that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here. So when will the university piece launch? You're building up the university. So you've got, you've, you've got 
you bought some land in Orlando. You've got some dorms. <laughs> it's a virtual a one. <laughs> oh, it's virtual. Oh, virtual, virtual. Yes. Oh, yeah, you'll be able to watch it from your phone. A football team or something. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe one day that would be neat. <laughs> that would be neat. But yeah, that's or we know we're going to connect people with influencers, and the influencer can come into your business. Okay, there you, you go. Know, hey, contact this local person. They're going to come in and get that right shot. Um, you know, I I always say. It's not like you don't have a 4K camera in your pocket, but sometimes it's hard to take that first step. Is the right. lighting right? This doesn't look good. I think the whole entire uh, audience changed because we couldn't produce good content. Mm -hmm. So now they're like, okay, if you can't, if nobody can produce good content, just start uh, showing this mediocre content and right. a certain amount of people like it. So they go with it. <laughs> Because they may not have an option, you know, an option because the algorithm is is deciding what you're seeing, right? Yes. As opposed yeah. to your platform. And people like local too, though, right? That's yeah. I think at some point that industrial side goes away and we become more local again. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, people definitely. I think there is post-COVID, a shop local mentality that is definitely happening where people want to support local businesses. And I always recommend folks to, you know, capitalize on that as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I think after the technology of the Zoom and all these other things, um, mm -hmm. we're going back to, hey, if I can make my money online, I can be digital. Can I move somewhere to a small town and bring my money and be the more you know affluent side mm -hmm. um but still retain you know the connections i have digitally but still enjoy those small town feel sure you know? well and the other thing is is with a lot of the digital technology you know especially in photo with online photo and things like that you can be a national or regional player locally right i know mm -hmm. a lot of uh you know, camera stores who are, you know, serve a several state area because they can ship as fast as, you know, the big players can and mm -hmm. they can deliver, you know, just as well as they can. So that is definitely something that, you know, they can capitalize on is have the local feel, but actually compete for national business. That's exactly what, what we're looking to do is help those local, local businesses on the, on the digital side. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, what made you focus on small businesses? Because usually when people think startup, they think I want, and they want to be in the branding space. They want, oh, I want Pepsi. I want Coke. I want Taco Bell. I want those big brands to be involved. That, that'll help my IPO and all that fun stuff. What made you think of local businesses as the people you wanted to focus on? Well, the co-founders were directly owners of about 20 small restaurants okay so they they figured how can we help the small guy mm -hmm. and then when we lived through covid we we even got stronger with that idea and said let's help those local businesses mm -hmm. and uh so our slogan is for the locals so it's mm -hmm. kind of like you know google has that don't be evil slogan <laughs> or is it, everybody laughs when i say that it's like I'm not like we sure all hear it, but we don't, by that anymore. Like, we don't believe it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but it's like everything we do, we think about, okay, if we help somebody with something, is it for the locals? Mm -hmm. Can it help the locals? If we help with social media, can it be for the locals? Right. Um, and that's really what we thought it would be a great place to start. 
yeah, maybe eventually we want to connect with some bigger companies, but it'd be really neat to look over wherever town you go to. If you go to the beach and you stop in a little shop somewhere and you're seeing a local beach and a local, you know, coffee shop on the screen, not plastered with the biggest franchise out there. Right. Right. Because right. then we're driving that small business exchange, uh, the local relationships, because mm-hmm. everything's based upon those relationships. So that's kind of how it started out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the reality is, is if you look at the world, most businesses in this country are small businesses. They're not the big corporations. That is true. That is true. It is it is a large I don't know the exact percentage, but it's high. Yeah. So where can people go for more information to investigate whether Tweeva and social TV is something that uh, they'd want to be interested in? And it, it, now, will the university be available for non-Tweeva people? You know, somebody asked that too. I think I think it should be. I think it should be some sort of free content yeah. uh, to yeah. teach people how to create that content. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's always a block though, even if I teach somebody how, mm-hmm. right? We were talking about that. It's still hard to get in right. front of the camera. Sure. So, so I think most people are gonna just say, hey, send an influence over to my place. I'll pay them 50 bucks for the couple shots mm-hmm. and they're gonna come in and make my business look fantastic. Right. You do that a couple times, you're gonna get more confidence mm-hmm. and then you'll be able to say, hey, I can do this. I either on a daily or weekly basis. But um, that's th- that's undetermined yet. But I think it probably will be free. I'll push, push it out to YouTube. And if you want to find us, it's anywhere Tweeva. So any any of the social medias mm-hmm. or Tweeva.com. And, and how I'll, would you I'll spell put, that? T-W-E-V-A. There you go. Uh, we bought this nice short domain name because this has to be something simple and easy, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Facebook, Google. Well, now Meta, right? Now it's only four letters. <laughs> the other guys. But yeah, if you're a business and in you work, you want to become that local expert in your community, we'd love to chat with you and help you connect into the network and start producing that content. Um, and if you're an influencer, same thing. We'd love to connect you in with those local small businesses and start displaying your content uh, everywhere. Even sure. podcasters, you know, video podcasters. Think about it. the amount of content that's created every day is crazy. Half yeah. of us don't even see it. Right. So but they'll, we're be, they'll ch- see it on Tweeva. You got to you got to right. go hard here at the end. That's- They're going to see it on Tweeva. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Listen, David, it was great to talk to you. Appreciate it meeting you. Enjoyed hearing about your commitment to small businesses and what the possibilities of Tweeva are. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you so much for having me, Gary. It was a lot of fun to be on the show and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Read more great stories and sign up for the newsletter at www.thedeadpixelssociety.com.